To begin today's show, I am joined on the line by the Vice President and General Manager for the Delta Hotel here in Kamloops, and he's also the Chair of the BC Hotel Association, Brian Pilbeam. Brian, thanks for doing this. Hey, my pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, so I just kind of want to start by getting a general sense of how things are going uh, with with hotels here in the province of BC. I've had a number of conversations with different people in the accommodation industry, and of course there's uh, a lot of issue with them being, most hotels really, I guess, are empty right now, and there's some other ways that they're trying to be used. But I'll just start with the overall sense of, of how is the, the hotels industry doing here in BC right now? I mean, obviously, unprecedented times, a lot of empty rooms uh, just sort of what are you hearing from the industry in general throughout the province yeah thank you well obviously you're right unprecedented times nothing like we've ever seen nor expected quite frankly uh, i think for everybody um never in our wildest dreams would we be here but i think the whole world is saying that at this point so so nothing new but definitely an industry that's been hard hit probably as hard as any uh and devastated quite frankly so the number one issue for hotel owners and operators is going to be liquidity and how do we get to the other side of this? Simply having no guests uh, or not having any guests, really. And when I'm saying zero guests, in some respects, it's literally zero. In other nights, it's one or two rooms. And the, as, a, as a norm, those hotels that are open typically are reporting single-digit occupancy. So as a percentage below 10%, um, which obviously is not enough to, to, to pay the utilities, let alone uh, employees that are working there. So um, that's been the norm. What we've seen around the province from a BC Hotel Association standpoint um, is more than 50% of all hotels in the province are now closed. And I suspect most are contemplating that. So um, whether that's in the next week, two, three, four weeks, uh, months, depending on how this goes and what our recovery starts to look like, I suspect everyone's scenario is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, for some properties, you know, and, and, and some um, uh, markets, uh, you know, they'll have the, uh, the, the, the um, guests in their hotel that might be contractors or positions like electricians or perhaps it's a BC Hydro or Fortis or somebody that would be traveling, uh, commercial traffic outside of that. You know, we know places like resort communities are less than 2 or 3%. I saw a piece on, on Banff with less than 3% occupancy the other day. So it really is everywhere at this point. And, um, you know, I think it's just going to continue until we can really understand what the, the other side looks like for everyone. Yeah, and, and I also wanted to ask you, too, um, just in terms of how are, you know, hotels maybe trying to find other ways to go about using some of the rooms. I've heard, you know, we've all probably heard a number of stories about how some hotels are using rooms to, you know, to help house the homeless so they can properly self-isolate and keep them off the street. We've also heard stories of, you know, uh, healthcare workers who are getting put up in hotels, you know, if they're in close contact with uh, the novel coronavirus while they're at work, they don't want to take that home to their family. So using a hotel as a place to stay is an option as well. What what sorts of other ways are you hearing from, uh, from your partners here in the hotel industry and how they're trying to come up with maybe some more creative ways to make sure that, you know, their, their rooms are not just sitting completely vacant? Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's really sort of five segments around the province that the BC Hotel Association has looked at as far as, um, you know, what that could look like. And that's, that's everything going to be from those workers that would look to isolate, um, you know, uh, patients from the hospitals that have been moved out of the hospital, perhaps, if, if capacities are stretched for the coronavirus, and, and um, that's another option. We've heard the homeless piece as well. We've heard of corporate travelers as well. And, and then finally, um, those people that are simply wanting to isolate and don't have anywhere else to go. And, and uh, so there's five sort of different segments as to which um, the hotel industry is looking at as far as unique offerings that would be there. Uh, and Camelos would not really see much of any of those at this point. So like I mentioned before, there's a little bit of the corporate traveler uh, that would be traveling as it relates to somewhat essential business services, if you will. 
Um, there have been a handful of rooms in, in some of the properties around town we've seen for the, the workers uh, in the hospital and so on. And uh, we know that there's been some um, charitable uh, opportunities there, rooms, that, funds that have been raised and rooms given out. And that's been very positive. And I'm, and I'm sure everyone is appreciative of that. But the demand for that has typically been very low. Um, there hasn't been an organized effort as it relates to homeless that I know of at this point, although uh, I think in Vancouver there's a lot of discussion and opportunity there, and I just am not able to, I don't know it well enough to comment to it. Um, so this state, it's really about the preparation for it all. It's about what happens if this continues or worsens, and um, I think that's what everyone is doing is trying to, to look through their crystal ball and, and see what it looks like, and then it, we find that we can't, so what can we do to prepare? And and I mean I guess really the the majority of the reason that uh, you know most hotels aren't are operating at such low capacity. I mean you mentioned one there that was at less than three percent, and I'm sure they're they're usually up uh, a lot higher than that, probably closer to the ninety ninety percent range. But um, you know just in in terms of when when we're looking at probably the majority of the reason why hotels I would think, and this is just my personal uh, perception is that people aren't traveling really right now, right? We're all stuck at home and we're not allowed to, you know, go go take trips and go do sightseeing and all that kind of stuff. But that is eventually, you would think, going to open up. Is that sort of what looks to be the logjam right now when it comes to hotels? I know obviously you mentioned, you know, there is some corporate travel still happening, although, it, you know, most companies have cut their travel budget as much as possible during these times. But uh, yeah, just in terms of that travel piece, do you think once there is somewhat of an opening of our of our economy and our um, ability to do, to, to do some recreational activities. Do you think that's going to be the, the kind of the turning point maybe for, for the hotel industry? Well, we hope so. Um, we just don't know what that will look like, I think, when we get to the other side of it. So, you know, really just to, to unpack that a little bit, here we sit on April the 14th, um, and, you know, either today or tomorrow-ish, I'm going to say, would be the first Rocky Mountaineer train that would come through. And probably 400 or so um, moon nights that would be put into our market, into into the Camelot's market that we aren't going to see right now. And we're not going to see in April, we're not going to see in May or June. And we desperately hope that we'll see something from the train come through this summer, but there's no guarantee the longer this goes, the highly more doubtful it's, it's going to be, quite frankly, because a lot of those customers are international travelers, and we're not seeing that likely happen at this point. So there we're going to see probably 100,000 less people come to Kamloops and, and 50,000, 60,000 roommates less for this summer. So it's a big chunk. Um, companies, you're right, uh, wherever you know people don't have to travel, they're not. Um, so there will be some essential pieces like a, a utilities, perhaps, or perhaps a contractor of some sort, commercial traveler. Um, that will travel, but that's a, a, a fraction of really what it used to be. And I would suggest that the leisure traveler is simply zero. And so, you know, at this point in time, where we, um, where we would typically start to see some travel for not as much as spring, but certainly into the summer, you're right. Uh, we would be into the 90% occupancies for this market in late June, July, August, September. Conferences are a big one as well. Uh, Jeff, we would typically, we had all kinds of conference business book that would fill not only our hotel rooms, but our catering space and our meeting spaces that would fill up a lot of this season, April, May, June. Those typically quiet down a little bit in July and August, but that's when we'd have things like weddings. And you know the senior games that was coming to Kamloops in August uh, has been canceled. Um, so there's a ton of different sorts of segments of the business that are just shut down and stopped. And some won't ever happen again, and, and others will hopefully be deferred until uh, later. And you know, for us, we're hopeful that that would be in the summer, um, but we just have no idea if that's the fall or any time in the next year. We hope so. And I, I think there's going to be an awful lot of pent-up demand when people do get the sort of the green light to, to travel again. 
we just don't know what that will look like. We don't know what people's concerns will be. We don't know what the restrictions will be uh, and, and, and where people want to go. But we think the Kamloops is well positioned to have some people from around our province uh, likely uh, come, come check us out, perhaps for the first time, because we've got an awful lot of open space here. We've got lots to do and hiking trails and different pieces that people from Vancouver, for example, may want to just get out and, and explore a little bit. And I think there will be some of that demand. And I know tourism Kamloops is counting on that and preparing for that time whenever it comes. And uh, just one more thing while I have you here, Brian, just because you kind of sure. tweaked my uh, my intrigue when you were talking about weddings and stuff like that, um, you know, just sort of the, the conferencing that would be going on in, in hotels as well. I yeah. mean, is that business that's pretty much essentially just not coming back? Because I, I know when I'm hearing a lot of people who are, you know, having their, their weddings canceled, right, because they can't have big gatherings, a lot of them are just choosing to elope or, or find an, an, an alternative way of, you know, maybe celebrating those kinds of uh, ceremonies later. But, you know, the, they're not going to be pushed off for a full year and you're not going to necessarily reschedule for that far in advance. So when you're looking at some of that business that's being lost, uh, you know, over the past month and probably over the next month when it comes to things like weddings and conferences, I mean, is that that's business that's essentially just just out the window, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think it's it's a fair assessment. I, and, you know, we do have people that are, conferences in particular, that are hoping to defer perhaps to the fall. And I suspect some will do that. But, um, yeah, we all know of people who either were looking to have their wedding here locally or go down to a place like Mexico or somewhere as a destination that um, aren't just going to wait another year or whenever to, to make those plans again. So may have eloped uh, and, and done a, a quiet um, a wedding, uh, you know, or, or marriage. And, and we've heard of those people, and I know those people, actually. Um, so some of it will be lost. Some, we hope, is simply deferred. Um, but we don't know what conferences or conventions or trade shows or, or weddings, quite honestly, will look like in, in the next year, I would say, you know, until we've got a, a vaccination for this, what's the comfort level going to be for people? And, you know, will it be small groups with all sorts of Zoom videos of different places in different settings? Um, you know, the world is changing and will continue to change. And, you know, we'll look to, to innovate along the way. But uh, at this point, we just simply don't know what that's going to look like. So, um yeah, it's just uh, stay tuned. It's a lot of um, a lot of what if scenarios right now, but certainly there's a lot of lost business, and I think that's the real issue right now is is um, money that's just never going to come through the doors of, of businesses, quite honestly, and and the desperate need, uh, as I said, for liquidity and and just to keep keep, keep money and business going because um, there's going to be an awful lot of people that just won't be able to continue with their businesses, whether it's in the hotel industry or restaurants or many other commercial enterprises, um, they'll just sadly um, cease to exist and, and, and become bankrupt without uh, some greater help. And I know government's working towards that, but we definitely need more. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's just a tough situation for everybody. We're all trying to work through it, and I, I think I probably end every interview now with the, with the same kind of comments, just uh, hopefully we get back to normal sooner than later, but that's all yeah, I got. Indeed. So thanks, Brian. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay, Jeff, take care. All right, that was uh, Brian Pillbeam, the chair of the BC Hotel Association, and he's also the vice president and GM for Delta here in Kamloops. Brian Pillbeam, Brian, thanks so much for your time here this afternoon.